Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, welcome to another great edition of Off the Rails Radio with your host, Tom Wing. All right, we are on the air. How are you doing, everybody? Uh, today is a special bonus show. Now, what that means is, is that means this show was not originally planned. Uh, it was kind of a spur of the moment thing. Um, it kind of, I kind of come up with the idea somewhere between Thursday and Sunday. Um, and what brought that on was, man, I didn't, with everything going on with my personal life as far as uh, my finances and everything, I've got to wait till tomorrow to get my all new cable and all that good stuff hooked up at my house. Um, so I wasn't able to watch the NFL. Um, I wasn't able to watch the Bengals. And so I did other things, um, and I kept up with it online because, of course, I've got two fantasy football leagues that I keep up with. And I'm on Facebook, and I'm seeing everybody just just go crazy over the entire take a knee thing. So I decided to have a bonus show. Now, with this bonus show, there will be no breaks. There's not going to be no sponsors. Because this show is strictly on me, meaning um, not going to be plugging any of my sponsors or any of that good stuff. So no breaks, no sponsors. It's all rapid fire. We're going to go straight into the subject. Michael Wing, are you on the air? Yes, sir. I'm here. All right. Yeah, I've reached out to my brother because, you know, we've both been kind of following this whole whole shebang since pretty much the, be- the beginning. And... um. We're going to get into it. We're going to discuss the history of this whole thing, you know, where it's at now, what do we expect in the future, our thoughts, facts, and opinions. Because I mean, even though we, you know, me and him both live by the by the credo, bring bring facts to a fact fight, not opinions. I mean, everybody has an opinion on everything, so we're going to bring that to. Um, I've not I'm not decided if I'm going to take phone calls on the subject or not. So we'll get into that later. See how it goes. So, Chris, when did this whole take a knee movement begin? Well, initially it started last year, and it garnered somewhat of, you know, outrage, but it wasn't – like, it got outrage, but no one really cared because it was the 49ers. It was only one t- one guy with Colin Kaepernick doing it. And so some people cared, most really didn't, you know. And then this year – well, as the year went on last year, you know, there was like three or four people that joined. And then, then this year, a lot of people joined. And that's what got us to the present is more people from other teams, a lot, you know, better teams, that's garnered a lot more attention. And so now this is where we're at. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's like you said, you know, a lot, a lot of people really cared. And I ain't going to lie, when it started, I was one of those people. I didn't really give two craps, mainly because I wasn't a 49er fan, and I could care less about Kaepernick. You know, it was Bengals. You know, if if, if I was – if it happened with the Bengals, I probably would have took a little bit more of a notice. 
But even after, even at the beginning of the season, there, I mean, the majority, you know, the percent of players taking a knee was still pretty small. Um, and then the week three, it kind of busted loose. Now, um, if you don't care, Chris, uh, tell our viewers or our listeners uh, what kind of kicked this protest in the overdrive. Donald Trump making he had a a rally. Well, it wasn't a, it wasn't a rally. He was campaigning for a guy who's trying to become a senator down in Alabama. Well, instead of talking about the senator in the state of Alabama during that rally, which what it was for, he decides to take you know, aim at the NFL. You know, he calls the people who kneel sons of bitches. And that, you know, it inflamed everybody on both sides of the spectrum. And that's that's what started everything from Friday night on. And mm-hmm. now we're seeing everything play out. Right. And, and I mean, and, and this didn't re- not only, you know, got a response from just the players, but for the first time since this whole thing started, it, it from Roger Goodell, who, you know, people that don't know, he's the, I believe the commissioner of the NFL uh, and the owners of all the individual teams that, I mean, it was just, you know, a storm. And a lot of people thought that, you know, the owners would, you know, stick up for the president and make the decree and they didn't. And Trump was left with a little egg on his face, like he usually is. Um, all of our listeners out there, I, you know, I'm going to be straight up honest. Not a fan of Donald Trump. My brother's not a fan of Donald Trump. So if you're a Trump fan and you don't like him being talked about, eh, maybe this ain't the podcast for you. But we you will know, be we will be respectful, but we will yes. we'll be honest. Yes, respectful but honest, because I mean. These, these last few days have been kind of different because it's one of those, most time I try my hardest to stay out of the political fights on Facebook just because it's like back at bashing your head against the wall. Um, but for some reason, I just, I felt empowered to get into it. And I, and it's like my brother said, told me, you know, personally, he said, you dove into the rabbit's hole and I did. And I dove head first and, now, to be to anybody out there that's listening that has me on their Facebook, after tonight, I'm not talking about it anymore on Facebook. I'm not going to comment on anybody's stuff. I'm not going to share any more pictures, just because I've made my my point clear. I've made my stance on this whole thing clear, and I don't feel the need to talk about it anymore. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and reiterate my stance, and then I, I'm going to let Michael reiterate his own. Uh, my stance is. Do I care about their protest? Not really. I don't really have an opinion on it because it doesn't involve me and my day-to-day life. Um, Do I agree with how they're going about it? Not necessarily, um, but I support the right to do it. And that has been my biggest champion um, or my biggest thing on this whole thing is I don't really care what they're protesting. I get why they're protesting. I get why the original part was protested. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't involve me. You know, black men getting shot by police. I mean, it doesn't affect me. 
Um, so, you know, if people want to protest it, God bless you. I'm in your corner if you need me, but I have no dog in this fight. Um, but to me, I support the First Amendment. First Amendment, freedom of assembly, freedom of speech. And, um, and they're using their freedom of speech to take a stance. And a lot of people out there try to, they use a lot of cop-outs. Uh, the first is, they're at work. They shouldn't, they shouldn't make their voices heard. They're at work. They should put their, their, their beliefs to, in, in on the back pocket. But, and I, I even shared this on Facebook today, a lot of people that uh, are saying that was championing the, the cause of Kim Davis about a, a little over a, a year or so ago. Um, who, for all those out there that live under a rock, she, after gay marriage was legalized nationwide, um, she said, I'm not signing certificate or, or marriage certificates. I refuse to let them get married. And people were saying, Shh, you know, she's there with her convictions. They shouldn't make her do that. But now these same people have a problem with NFL players protesting on NFL time. Um, I mean, it's one of those. If the NFL's allow, and if, if the NFL allows it, which they do, what fucking point do you have? You know, you don't have a point at all because you say you they shouldn't do it on a job. Well, their boss says they can. End of argument, right? Not necessarily. Um, but I support their right to protest. They have every right covered under the Constitution, and a lot of people think, including our our, our, our President Donald Trump, believe that you know their quote unquote rights shouldn't matter here. And that's my stance on it. Chris, what is your stance on on the whole thing? Um, <clears throat> I'm partially the same way with you. I I'm not personally affected by what they're protesting because I am a white male in America. But having belonging to – I remember a year ago when you started the podcast that you said you wouldn't talk about religion, so I won't get into religion, but I'm part of the not the secular community. So I understand being discriminated against because of my beliefs or lack of thereof. So I understand you know, minority groups and what they feel, not necessarily based on race, but – you know, just based on getting discriminated against for whatever you are or believe in. So I understand at first I didn't understand the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. And I was like, well, you know, for the first week or two, I was like, you know, what the F? If you don't like this country, leave. But then I, I stopped talking. You know, I stopped blurting out crap, and I started listening to what they were saying. And then you see, you know, the videos of Charles Kinsley, I think that's how you say his name. He was down in Florida, like I, I said in the previous podcast, where he was laying on the on the concrete, hands up, no weapon. They shot him anyway, and he asked the cop, "Why'd you shoot me?" He's, you know, he alliterated. I don't know. Terrence Croucher, he was high on PCP, not a threat. You know, it was just all these videos coming up, and so I can understand why. They feel the way they feel. Me, I'm a libertarian-minded individual, not full libertarian, but when it comes to basic rights, I don't care if they're at work or if they're not. 
if if their employer does approve it, then they have every right to do it. The consumer doesn't control the employee of the company, you know, unless they're saying you know, racist things or like you know threatening rhetoric. This is a peaceful protest, you know. It doesn't hurt anybody. Before 2009, nobody was, none of the players were even out for the anthem until the government started paying the NFL to have the players out there, in which that makes the political speech in the NFL valid because the government interjected themselves into the NFL once they started paying them money. Since 2000, no, 2009, the government has spent $6.8 million in all sports for patriotic activities. So you can't say you have to leave politics out of sporting events when they interject themselves, you know, to come off as government-friendly recruitment tools. Because if you noticed, during all sporting events, you see a lot of recruiting Army commercials and Navy. Because that's, they, they, that's how they try to recruit people is because they know a lot of people watch sporting events. Uh-huh. And, and that's my take on it. I, as long as they're not hurting anybody, go at it. You know, they have that right. Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. You know, they've been, you know, you, last year or the year before, because uh, time kind of blends together with me, you know, they're like, oh, they shouldn't be burning down their city, Baltimore and Ferguson, to come, you know, they should find a way to peacefully protest. And then. <clears throat> And then the you know Colin Kaepernick takes a knee and oh well we want you to peacefully protest but not like that don't want you to do it like that that hurts my feelings and I'm just like you know pick you know you can't have it your way all the time and I mean and I almost believe that some of these people out here that are on the oh my god they're protesting you know bandwagon would rather have them burn down a fucking city than take a knee at the, during the national anthem. Oh, I agree. It's it's one of those they can't win. No matter what they do, they will get criticized by, I mean, look, look, let's not, you know, try to, you know, <laughs> bullshit it. White America. It's, it's That's what it is. Because if, when Kim did, like you said, when Kim Davis, you know, did what she did, which violated the Constitution, and, got, and she lost, you know, the, the court ruled against her. They were still championing her to not do her federal job. Mm-hmm. Like, but these people, I don't mean these like in a, like all those people. I'm just saying, you know, these players, you know, they're, they're kneeling, and but yet they are getting crucified as un-American. They hate veterans. They hate the flag. They hate the country. Which, not one player has said that. Now I come from the, you know, you don't get to judge someone unless you know you hear them say something or their actions. Like, that's the way we were raised. They didn't, they, they've said it over and over and over again. They love the country. They love the servicemen and women. You know, they respect the flag. They just feel that America is not living up to its promises to the citizens of color. That's all they've said. They've never said not one hateful thing about this country. The only people that are saying that are the people that are crying foul. And it's just, to me, it's, it's, they do that so they can push away from the original narrative of the protest. So they don't have to talk about it. Because if you notice, no one's talking about what the original narrative of the protest is about. No, no. Not, not one person, not one team, 
besides the, the Seahawks, because Michael Bennett and Richard Sherman, they're the only ones that are, are really talking about the actual narrative, not what the rest of America is trying to paint this to be and what the president is trying to make this to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I mean, and it's, to me, it's funny because it's, and I'm, I'm, as you're talking, I'm, there's a, a professional wrestler from New Jersey. His name, he founded the Monster Factory, which is a training facility for wrestlers. His name is Danny Cage. And as I'm scrolling through um, some of the things he said, he said, okay, because a lot of people now are comparing Kaepernick and Tebow. Tebow is the former NFL quarterback, now AAA baseball player, that – um, was known for taking a knee, praying on the field, which I was perfectly fine with because again, it don't hurt me. But he was he was a average at best quarterback in the NFL, great college quarterback, but average at best quarterback. And and Danny and Danny put this on his Facebook. He said, "Okay, let's play this stupid game. You remember the picture where Tebow where Tebow was compared to Cap?" Yeah, let's try it this way. Do you remember that time the black president went after Tebow for taking a knee on the field? Me neither. Remember when the white president went after Cap for taking a knee on the field? Son of a bitch, I sure do. And it's, you know, it's, I'm, it's pretty much, it's, you know, I'm going to have my cake and I'm going to fucking eat it too. Yep. Like, that's the thing, Tebow, like, people try to say that Tebow got crucified for his religious beliefs. No. People, yeah, there were some people that criticized him for that. But majority, people cared about the way he played. And he was, when he came to the pros, he wasn't all that. Yeah, he had that one playoff win off that miracle play. But he was not what he was in Florida. And we see that happen all the time. Johnny Manziel comes to mind. Great college quarterback crappy pro quarterback. Some people can't make that transition. Well, to just, you know, to pretty much get people not to look at his crappy play, they wanted to focus on the religious aspects of it. You know, and it's just, they're not the same. Like, I just don't understand why people try to make that comparison, because that's what everyone tries to do. Everyone tries to compare everything to, you know, justify. Like, if you say black oppression, what's the thing that come out of people's mouths? Black-on-black crime. Uh-huh. Okay. Whites kill whites almost at the same rate as black kills black. I mean, because yeah. we're all, even though segregation is not legal anymore, if you look at the communities that you live in, we're pretty much segregated by communities. All my neighbors, you, you've been to my place, they're all white. I mean, all your neighbors. I'm pretty sure most of them are all white. I mean... Uh. Yeah, I, I said mostly, not all. Yeah, mostly. Saying, like, I mean, demographically. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, we we live where most of you know who you are is. That's where most live around you. But so it's like that's not really an argument to a counter argument for what they're protesting. No. No, it's definitely not. Uh, I mean. This thing, and a, and a lot of people, and it's really kicked in the gear since week three, because people are like, now they all hate America. Now they all hate the flag. Now they all hate veterans. 
And I'm like, and I'm like, the protest last week had nothing to do with the original intent of the protest. The pro- they didn't really protest the racial injustice last week. They protested our commander in chief because he tried oh, yeah, to that's... dick. He tr- they tried he tried his hardest to dictate to the NFL what they need to do, and that is not his place in this in this government. That is something a dictator would do, and that's what they were protesting. And my hat is off to every single one of them that took a knee, stood side by side, and locked their arms, because that's America. In a nutshell. Oh yeah, that's that's always who we've been. You don't tell us what we're gonna do, you know. And people were like, "Well, they disrespected him." I'm like, the the president is not free from criticism. And if you think he is free from criticism, then you need to read what a lot of the ex presidents have said. Definitely Theodore Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Presidents deserve criticism for the good and the bad. Like I've, I've like. I'm not a Trump supporter by any means. I will give him credit on the TPP. You know, walking away from that was a good decision. Him stopping arming uh, the rebels in Syria, good idea because we can't bet them and who they are. But he tried to dictate what a private company should do with their employees. You know, you can't do that. There's even a law against that, and he broke it. There's a an ethics complaint waged against him right now for that. Granted, it's not going to go anywhere because he controls, you know, well, he don't control. The Republican Party controls all facets of government. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> America is based on freedom. If you like it or not, that's another thing. You don't have to like everything that what someone else does. Yeah, I mean, it's like and going back to um, this weekend. Um, I actually, and I, t- I think I told you about it. I got I got challenged to a fight a couple nights ago over this shit, and uh, so I'm going to tell this story real quick because to me it's it's fucking hilarious. And um, so, a friend of mine who's who's also in our fantasy league, DJ McConnell, he posted something. It was, you know, it was. I, I took it as more of a joke, and of course, can't joke on Facebook because we got to be 100% serious 100% of the time. And you know, people started crucifying him. He said, "I think he's like, I think I might take a knee today." And people just started, you know, running off at the mouth. You know, here's why this, here's why that. And there was this guy. His name was Mark Wesley. And by the way, on Off the Rails Radio, we will name drop like a motherfucker. So if you don't like that, don't know what to tell you. Um, Michael Mark Wesley, he was going on his thing. Well, me being always being devil's advocate in these situations, you know, tried to shoot another viewpoint, and it was pretty much was, you know, he, he's like, there's a time and a place to do this, and I used a line that I stole from a, a veteran about this thing. Um, he said, "America, I fought so can America." America could have freedom on the Constitution's terms, not on your terms. And not, not, which I rephrased that to, so you want freedom on your terms, not the Constitution's. And he was like, well, you just don't understand. And this was after a long, drawn-out fight that I can't, well, the quote-unquote debate that would, you know, usually go with me being respectful 
and using facts to him him starting to call me names and um, and mother motherfuck me every other sentence, I believe. And um, that he was like, well, you don't understand. And I'm like, that's the problem. You can't make a point. You you just say you don't understand. Call me names, and you rinse and repeat. Well, he blocked me. And so I said, you know, yay. I was like, ha-ha, he blocked me, you know. That's typically the coward's way out. And he, um, a, a guy named Trevor, Tyler Hale, no relation to us with, you know, Daryl or anything, um, commented on it and said, you have to respect that man's opinions. And I said, no, I don't, because it's just opinions. Opinions don't mean shit. I asked him to bring facts. He brought opinions. So I discount anything he says. And, he, and then the guy disappeared for a day. And I thought, you know what, conversation's over. Great. Awesome. Well, not last night. Not not Wednesday night, but Monday night. I'm sorry, Monday night. He just, you know, says you need to be a man and respect his opinion. And I reiterated the same thing because now the dude's repeating himself. He was like, and I was like, no, I don't. And, you know, I'm, you're not going to make me change that viewpoint. He said, so you're getting mad at him because he doesn't agree with you. And I said, not at all. Uh, I wanted him to present his case. I wanted him to present his facts that says he should be able to pick and ah, I remember now. He he made the comment that these all these NFL players don't like America and they need to leave. And the other guy that had commented, uh, I can't remember his name, but he said he said that he needed to leave. And I was like, I was like, that's the beautiful thing about America. You don't get to make that decision. And he says, well, all I know is if I was living somewhere and I was unhappy, I would move. I'm like, well, there's a difference between moving countries and moving to another town because you're not liking the, the environment. And he's like, well, it's the same thing. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, and that's the freedom. I was like, just because you would move doesn't mean you get to make that decision for somebody else that might be in the same predicament as you. And that's when he blocked um, and then this guy, um, he, he, Tyler, he didn't really have an argument. So he kept, instead of arguing, he would just start posting patriotic pictures like, you know, of a, of a, you know, a Marine with his boots and his AK 47 and his helmet on the boots. And while I respect those pictures, I didn't respect his usage of those pictures. And, and yes, people that, 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 that that's two different things. Um, not everything is 100% black and white. And um, I would say, I was like, so do we have a point here? Or are you just posting pictures to post pictures? And he made the comment. He said, well, if you know so much about defending this country and defending all this and, you know, your First Amendment, you need to, I believe you need to enlist and go fight for your rights. I'm like, that's, again, that's the beautiful thing about this country. I don't have to do that. And... He said, well, your opinion don't mean anything or your facts don't mean anything until you go fight for your rights. I was like, if that's the case, then nobody has, has a right, right to their opinion regarding their rights. I was like, that is you know, it's the stupidest thing I've read all day. And then somehow he turned that into, well, I've got some Marine friends, and if you want to talk, you know, meet up and he put in parentheses, talk, quote, unquote, talk about rights, we can do that. And I, I was like, look at this dumb motherfucker. You know, how the hell did we go from, have, you know, pretty much saying, you know, me proving him wrong to, 
ooh, now we got to fight. And I'm, and, you know, and I jumped in. I was like, he was like, bring, he was like, bring some buddies and we'll talk about it. And I'm like, I don't need to bring buddies. I, I can fight my own battles, but apparently you can't. And and it just it, it generated to degenerated to you know pretty much I started I started kind of antagonizing because I just realized you know he's not going to listen to logic thought or reason so I'm just I was like I'm just going to have some fun with it and then he started posting pictures of him and with a gun a, a, a shotgun which I don't believe which you know I guess was supposed to scare me <laughs> didn't really have that effect but and I was just like and you know and finally I was just like you know this is I've had fun. Now, I was like, I'm about to exit stage right. You can, tomorrow, you can go back to posting your pictures. You know, you can go back to, um, man, I can't really remember what it was, but it was a, it was a really good burn. Um, and I, I want to find it for this. But while I'm looking it up, Chris, have you had any similar situations come up, Chris? No, I typically... With this subject, like, I haven't gotten into too many, not really even debates. It's because definitely, like, I don't comment on a lot of people on my friends list or even within talking of, like, face-to-face. Yeah. I haven't seen many people because the weekend's my work week, and I work thirds. But I don't, because, like, when I said something about you going down the rabbit hole, because this is a very subjective subject, and there is no right answer for everybody. There's a different answer for everybody. What's good for you is not good. Like for me, I don't believe in nationalism. The flag does not mean anything to me. The Constitution and the Bill of Rights mean more to me than that flag ever will. That flag is a symbol. That's all it is. It represents our country, the colonies, the states, and that's it. Like, it, to me, the Constitution is what matters. Feelings of of the symbol, to me, does not matter. Now, I'm not saying that the feelings for a Marine or, you know, anyone in the service doesn't matter, but this line has always resonated with me. Your rights don't start with my ends, meaning you can't tell me how I should feel, how I should, you know, live my life here in America. You're no more patriotic than I am. You don't have the right to judge my patriotism just because you feel you're better. And you don't get to dictate anything about my life. You know, unless I'm harming somebody, then, you know, I get judged by my peers in a court of law. But other than that, I'm free to live however I want. And... I, so I typically don't try to get into those discussions because it's so subjective and people are just, they, they can't be swayed by anything anymore. Like with the health care bill, you know, a lot of people are not, you know, over the weekend you haven't seen anyone, not one person raise a stink about the GOP and their failure to produce a passage of a bill that they promised for the last seven years. You know, a lot of people told we kept telling them, oh, it's not going to go, it's not going to happen. It's not going to go anywhere. Oh, yeah, well, no, it's not. Those senators are not going to flip. And they didn't. Now Trump has to focus on something else. He's focused on NFL because he can't get anything done. 
in which a lot of people said that during the whole election time. Yeah, he talks and he boasts and he does this. He calls people out. He's not PC. That's the thing. That don't work in Washington, and we're seeing it. And it's, it is kind of a told-you-so moment, but it's just people are not swayed by any kind of factual evidence or logical reasoning. And definitely when it's a subjective matter, I just don't try to get in an argument anymore with people because I, I did it for so long. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember you used to be a firebrand on debates. Then you kind of realize what I realize is just banging your head against the wall. <laughs> they're yep, convinced not, they're um, right. They're convinced they're right. No matter how much evidence or proof you may show them, they're they're going to find a way to do the mental gymnastics to justify that they're right. Yep. And, like, I think the last good debate I had, and it wasn't really even a debate. It was with a cousin of ours, and he ended up blocking me. Because, you know, I he was spouting off, you know, ignorant shit. And I said, you know, you can post your ignorant shit on your page. Please provide me the evidence that you're claiming. You know, and then he proceeded to berate me about, you know, my my lack of belief. And, and then he blocked me for no reason. So it was like, since then, I... I've kind of cooled it on the debates. I'll post things on my page, and usually I'll just let, if people start commenting, sometimes I reply, sometimes I don't. And yeah. I, I just leave it at that. I use Facebook as my platform, and if I reply, I do. If I don't, I don't. Yep. So I found the comment. Um, I told him, I was like, listen here, kid. I'm exiting stage left for the night. Tomorrow you can go back to posting your pictures to with guns to compensate for your genitalia or lack thereof. I'll go back to being an American that enjoys the freedoms that I have and the ability to ignore little children like you that can't have a discussion without challenging somebody to a fight because his feelings are hurt. And after that, he, you know, he, he just kept calling us pussies. And I, you know, I would respond with like, you know, Mike Myers from white world doing big cheesy thumbs up. And um, now the most, the most respectful debate I've had was from a guy named Greg Coyle. Um, and he was, you know, he, he made the comment. He said, I did about the doubt. It was started over the Dallas Cowboys because Dallas Cowboys, they did a little something different with their protest. They protested before the anthem and then stood up for the anthem, which I thought was genius, by the way, because it, it was kind of showing the rest of the NFL you can do it a different way and still get your point across. And I, I love that. Um, said I didn't watch it because all these black people trying to justify their race committed criminal activity. It's okay. I did see that at least the Dallas Cowboys kneeled before the national national anthem. So that was better than the rest of the NFL racist display of disrespect for our flag and national anthem. But the bottom line here is they are supporting black lives, the black lives matter organization. They hate police officers that arrest black criminals. And I said, now, have these players said that they support the black, matter, black, the black Lives Matter, or is that just your opinion? He said, yes. Colin Kaepernick said that said the social injustice is why he is doing this. Yes, Black Lives Matter protests when black criminals are killed, and he kind of repeats himself. Uh, and he said that Obama started all this. Um, and I said, sorry, sir, while the Black Lives Matter people obviously support Kaepernick, 
Colin has said he is not affiliated with with the Black Lives Matter movement because he does not agree with some of their motives or actions. In print, he has his own group. Yep, attempting to burn cities down to the ground in violent protests. Numerous players and owners have stated that these protests from last Sunday had nothing to do with Kaepernick's original protest. It had everything to do with Trump overstepping his bounds once again and trying to dictate to the NFL owners and owners and players what they can and can't do. Trump has more important things to worry about than the NFL. North Korea comes to mind. And and then he 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 apologized to the person who whose post he posted on and, and made the comment of I'm done or no sorry Arthur, you know me, I'm not going to sugarcoat um wrong things just to pacify this liberal. And I was like, I hope you're not referring to me because I'm not a liberal. And he said, well, you're supporting a liberal cause, so you can't be conservative. Just saying. And this is something, man, you've you know dealt with a lot. I said, I'm neither, though. Conservative versus liberal, liberal is the true us versus them that divides us more than any protest ever will. I support their right to protest because it is in the Constitution that they have the freedom to do it. That doesn't mean I agree with their protest. Or support it. Everybody else can have a grand old time being liberal or conservative. I'm standing over here being an American. And I know. I stole that from you. And and then he responded with, you know, I just wish that this would just go away so we can watch foot, what you know, peacefully so we can watch football. And I said the best way to get it to go away peacefully is to not give it attention. Well I wish it well, I wish it would go away so I can enjoy my football without a side dish apology. Politics, I know it's going to take a little bit. And then he said, well, at least we agree on that. Have a good day. And I responded with, you too, sir. See, you can have respectful debates, in which he wasn't a friend, but you can have respectful, respectful debates and not lose a friend. It's possible. I don't understand the – I watched football all day Sunday. It didn't bother me. The, the national anthem. The national anthem goes on for less than forty seconds before the game. All right. Like it really ruins your your football experience. Before this all started, most motherfuckers didn't even watch the national anthem. Yeah. That was a pee if, break or a fear break. <laughs> and if they did watch the anthem, I guarantee you they didn't fucking stand up. Yeah, and that's the hypocrisy of this all is. Most people can't even. Most people don't even know how many verses are in the national anthem. They think it's one stanza, and it's not. Like, I bet you, most people, most Americans will have a hard time naming who authored it, and what war was it written about, and the the events that was written about in the war. Like, it was written about a war, and then the events in the war itself. Right. I bet you most Americans that are bitching about this don't even know that, you know, what what those subjects are. And, and that kind of stuff just blows my mind. It's just really, like, from all the people that were calling, you know, liberal snowflakes, you know, it, it goes vice versa. This is showing that's vice versa. Uh-huh. People are so sensitive of someone kneeling of a song. Like really? Like out of your day that's that's what's gonna burn you the most. Gases, you know, high 
you know, food prices are going sky high. We have soldiers dying overseas for billionaire bankers. Because let's be let's be real, they're not over there for our freedom. Yeah. No, we've never been invaded. We haven't been invaded since 1812. Like, <laughs> you can't count World War II as an invasion because those were kamikaze airplanes, meaning they weren't coming back or going back. Like, we have so much bigger issues in this country. Poverty rate. What about the veterans that are homeless? What about the VA that are shitting on all the vets? Standing for a song doesn't do anything for veterans but give them a feeling of seeing Americans support them. Yes, I agree with that. That That's what that does. But it, at the end of the day, it does nothing for the plight of veterans. Not one bit. If you care, if you truly want to get up in arms about veterans and how, caring about them, Go donate your time at the VA. Go donate your time at a homeless shelter that has veterans in there. Go donate your time to actual causes instead of sitting on Facebook crying because a multimillionaire player did something you didn't like. I mean, I got to hear Ted Nugent ramble his death threats to political people that he don't like. What? Where was the call for keeping politics out of you know entertainment then? Kid Rock. Good example. He cuts an American flag and wears it as a poncho. <laughs> um, in the flag code, it says not to wear an American flag as clothes. He actually cuts an actual American flag, not a reproduced for clothing, an actual flag, and wears it as a poncho. So why aren't you all protesting that? Like it, it's all about if it fits their narrative or your narrative or your feelings or, and it, to me it's all stupid. It's so stupid. At the end of the day, none of this affects anybody personally. It's all about your feelings inside your own head. I mean, we can all have, like you said, we can all have, you know, adult conversations about everything. And I don't really believe America is really divided like everyone paints it to be. Because, yeah, Facebook, we're divided. But, yeah, if you see someone broke down on the side of the road, your ass is going to stop nine times out of ten. Yeah. Someone needs help. I get people coming up to me all the time in Dayton begging for money. I just gave a guy five bucks on Monday because I didn't have anything. I had 50s, but, I mean, let's be real. I'm going to help a guy out, but I'm not going to give him a 50. And right. I gave him five bucks, and he was black. I know, shocking, because the you know the media, like, and I and I hate to jump on the whole Trump and the media thing, but it is true. I mean, all types of media wants to paint this picture that we hate each other. That I I just don't find electronically. Yeah, we all hate each other on Facebook and Twitter and every other social media outlet. But when it comes to face to face, we don't hate each other. We don't. We we let it. Like one of my friends. He's a Trump supporter. Do I hold it against him? No. I became friends with your friends. Trump supporter. Ryan, what's up? You know, he was on, I don't hate him. Me and him are cool. Yeah, we go back and forth every blue moon, you know, on things, but I hold nothing against him. It's not, you know, America is not what social media paints America to be. And you talking about donating veterans' time is another uh, 
thing that's really interesting to me because uh, since it's happened, since all this has happened, there's been a mass sharing of videos of people burning NFL tickets and a shitload of NFL merch. And then, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, that shit's expensive. Like, really expensive. Like, nosebleed mm-hmm. tickets nosebleed tickets to an NFL game, it's like 80 bucks. And there was a guy, he said in his video, I went down to the, I went over to the New York Giants box office, I bought four tickets to this week, the weekend's game against the Giants on, uh, on, it was, the tickets were on the 50-yard line. But now, I'm going to show you what I think of the NFL. And then this dumb motherfucker proceeds to burn the tickets. I was like, so, so you went and you spent, you bought four tickets. They're probably 50-yard lines, really good seats, probably about 300 bucks a piece. Let's just throw that number in here. Could be wrong. Um, and you bought them so you can videotape yourself burning them. So... You spent twelve hundred dollars to prove a point. Anybody else think that's stupid as hell? Right, and all the jerseys. I got yeah. one. I got okay. one. I got one Bengals jersey. That thing cost me one hundred and sixty bucks. And these people and are burning them. Like they're nothing. Like they're nothing. And I'm just like, because I made a post. And it's actually been my most popular post since I started talking about this. And it says, I wonder if these people that are burning these expensive, this, this expensive NFL stuff and these expensive tickets realize that the NFL's already kind of got their money. And I don't think they really care. Um, because when I, I'm, I'm a professional wrestler. And I, even when I was a bad guy, I would sell pictures. And people would buy these pictures, look at me, tear them up, and go, ha, 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 like they've done something. And one of the one of the greenhorns said, don't that bother you that they buy your pictures just to tear them up? And I'm like, no, because I got their money. After they give me their money, I could give a shit less what they do with those pictures. And, you know, and it's, you know, you just gave the NFL, the, this, the big bad NFL that you hate, $1,200. Just so you can be cool to your friends and, and and burn these tickets. You got that kind of money yeah. to burn? God bless you. But Danny, again, it goes back to Danny Cage that I talked about earlier. He posted a picture of him drinking a beer. And I guess it's kind of you know to you know it's a take on the Kermit the Frog take drink, drinking his tea. And I'm gonna read you his status because it was brilliant. It says, if you all love the flag soldiers and veterans so much, how about you quit burning NFL tickets and merch? Instead, go and sell it. Donate the money to a reputable veterans foundation. Not like those crooks at Wounded Warriors. Also, since you're not going to be watching NFL anymore, it looks like your Thursday nights, Monday nights, and entire Sundays just opened up. So why don't you go use that time and go volunteer? Help these vets that you love so much. Thanks. And I, I shared that, and I and I put, but but that means I actually have to do something. I, I just want to I just want to fight this cause from the comfort of my couch behind a computer screen. And I mean that 
that right there is the mindset of about yeah, 90% of these people that are all F the NFL or fuck the NFL, you know, fuck these players. And it's, it's stupid. I mean, you, you're willing to talk about it all day long on Facebook, but you ain't willing to put your money where your stance is. Yep. Like that, and that's the thing about like Colin Kaepernick. You know, when he got called out for that, what did he do? He went and donated over a million dollars for you know, the inner city groups. He started I Know My Rights campaign, that which educates the black youth on their you know civil rights as you know the, the constitutional rights as Americans. He, uh, you know, he shipped food and supplies to Somalia that is, you know, ravished with famine. They have no food. You know, and that's the thing is I view this situation about, you know, the like you said about, you know, actually volunteering your time. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of like when people say, oh, I'll pray for you when you're in, a, you know, when you're in a hard time. You know, it, it's kind of like I'll stand to the side, but I don't want to be bothered with it. And uh-huh. to me, this is the same thing. Oh, they hate the NFL so much and all this and that. Well, when when things do calm down, don't come back around and be a fan of the NFL again because you excluded yourself from the situation. Uh-huh. And if you're not helping these vets, don't – Cory Booker, I think I think that's his name. He's a, a, a senator, and, you know, and it was about the whole health care thing. He was talking about how – don't tell me how – much you love the poor and all this, tell me, you know, show me how you, you know. It's the same concept. Don't tell me how much you love these vets. Show me. If you love these vets so much, show me. Go de- go donate your time. Facebook exactly. warriors, you know, you accomplish nothing. Exactly. Exactly. They don't, they don't, they think they're, you know, they think they're, you know, you know look at me, I'm standing up, but... You're not. I mean, you're not doing anything. You're just saying, look at me. I'm done. Now you need to say, look at me. Oh, you don't want to say, look at me? Ah, I don't like you anymore because you don't want to say, look at me. You don't want to say, look at me. And and then now we're going to go ahead and jump to our next topic. And it's one that started out great for these people that are F the NFL or fuck the NFL. I don't know why I'm being so, you know, PC. Um, it, it, it started out looking great for them. It made them, you know, go, yeah, until the dude opened his mouth and they're like, ah, shit, he's thin too. The Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker, Alejandro Lineman. Lineman I'm sorry. Lineman. Good Alejandro, um, I can't think of his last name at the moment. He's a ranger. He was a, he, he's a, a ranger that served overseas, three tours. All right, go, if you don't care, go ahead and fill us in on him. Um, and all right, the what happened? The, all right, the Steelers had a team meeting Saturday. You know to discuss what the team was going to do as a whole, because Mike Tomlin told them we're a team. This isn't you know some or none. This is we all do it. Well, they couldn't come up with a decision on what they should do as a team. So they decided they'll stay in the locker room. Well, I I can't say his name, but he decided, the lineman decided that 
you know, he didn't he will stay with the team, but he wanted to at least be able to see the flag in the tunnel. He was in his mind. He this is his words. In his mind, he was not going to be seen by anybody. That he was you know still going to be in in the tunnel, and his team was right behind him. Just the photo that everyone sees, it looks like the team's not there. Mm-hmm. Well, he only went to Ben Roethlisberger to ask because he's a you know he's a team captain. He asked for permission, pretty much permission to do it, and of course he said yes, and so that's why the team was not right up with him because nobody knew about it. It was a if you if you watch football, you always hear game time decision, game time decision. That's what happened. Well, the media and people on Facebook try to paint it as Mike Tomlin said, you know, no one's going out. Fuck that. You know, you're staying inside. And, you know, people painted him all, you know, to be the fuck that. I'm a veteran. I'm going to go stand out there, which was not the case. And it made Pittsburgh Steelers and the coach look bad. And then he had to come out, and he apologized, saying that that was not his intent, was to make his team and his coach look like that. Because that was not the case. They were right behind me. But the photo you guys see is not what was reality. You just saw front-facing photo. But there was another photo from his kneecap that showed the team right behind him. He's like, they they would never just let me stand out there by myself. They are behind me. They have my back. And that's now we're in the present day, <laughs> right? Pretty much what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when I, because I watched that interview, and normally I don't. I'll be honest, I don't. I just I, I let them go. But I watched that interview, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's a game changer!" Because it's it takes away, and then it then halfway through it, you know, that uh, an interviewer asks asks him. Does it offend you when these when you, when these other players take a knee? And he says, "I take no offense." And again, it's another game changer. I mean, he pretty much just destroyed their entire argument. Yep, and and, and that's the thing. For every vet that says they are offended, you can find another one that says that they're, they're not offended. Right. I mean, it's just that easy. I mean, you can find one, I can find one. And I can name some famous ones, him being one, and Jim Beaver, who plays Bobby on Supernatural. He's a veteran, totally supports the taking the knee movement. Dave Champion, veteran, totally supports it. I mean, there's just so many. I mean, you got one, I got one. And that's just the thing. Like I said earlier, it's a subjective subject. There's not one answer for everybody. Everybody has a feeling for it. That's the thing. If you're offended, okay, be offended. It's it's, it's no different than any other thing. Be a grown-up, put your big britches on, and just don't pay attention to it if you don't want to. That's the great thing about this country. If you don't like something, don't pay attention to it. If you're feeding it and giving it the attention, that's your fault and your problem, not theirs. That would be like me going to a church and then me crying like a bitch because they're preaching gospel, yeah. you know, or vice versa, or any other subject. 
you know, if, if you don't like it, don't pay attention. Exactly. It's just that simple. No doubt. And I mean, and I mean, it's one of those we can sit here and talk about this all night. And you know, we I think we've covered just about everything, unless there's anything you would like to cover. No, that's that's pretty much it. Is it? If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you, I'm, I'll be honest. I I think unless Trump opens his mouth between now and Sunday, I think some of it might scale down a little bit, as far as you know, not maybe not as many people protesting. But if you think, ladies and gentlemen, that this is going to end you know overnight. I'm I'm, I'm going to hurt your feelings, and I'm going to tell you no. Just you know, except if you know if it's something you can move past, like me and my brother, move past it. Enjoy you some damn football. It's a fun sport to watch. If not, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Um, wish there was something we could do to make you feel better, but you're not going to get your way. No, oh, that, there's one. There's one more thing that I wanted to bring up, and it just kind of reminded me in that little, you know, go home speech. The ratings. Trump has went on Twitter, his favorite, you know, sewer of of sewer of choice, uh, stating that the NFL's ratings are way down. This tweet. Just like his approval rating. Right, but this tweet, <laughs> this tweet proves that this man don't know a damn thing that he's talking about because I went on the Nielsen website and I looked at the ratings for this year versus the last year. And of course they're down a little bit, but any show fluctuates, you know, uh, due to work and, you know, people that watched it last year may have, we have to work this year, so they don't get to watch it. And the ratings are the same, but you have to be an idiot to believe in 2017 that ratings matter. They don't. Ratings don't matter. With all the digital media, ratings don't matter. If you have, have Verizon, you can watch the games for free on your damn phone or tablet. I do it all the time at work yeah. on Thursdays. And they and <laughs> ratings don't matter. They have zero to do anymore. I mean, granted, they want ratings to be good, but if ratings aren't great, nothing happens. People and I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna tell you people how do you hurt the NFL and you're not gonna like it because it's going to affect you. You hit their sponsors. You stop using their sponsors, and that's where they make their money. It's like WWE. People are like, oh, this wrestling sucks. The ratings aren't what they used to be anymore. It's sponsorships. It's advertisers. So if you're willing to give up Coke, if you're willing to give up Pepsi. If you're willing to give up certain food, certain restaurants, and you think you can go without that and live off the fat of the land, that's how you hurt the NFL. Because, Facebook. Yep. <laughs> right? Twitter. Yeah. Microsoft. Give up All every electronic time. you have. <laughs> if you watch an NFL game and there's a, and you watch a commercial and they're talking about you like Doritos, they're talking about Doritos, guess what? You're buying the official chips of the NFL whether you watch the NFL or not. Yeah. And that's the thing is you can, the whole boycott, like, okay. So let's talk, you know, reality of the boycott of these other companies. All right. If there's a mass boycott 
you're hurting the NFL, of course. You're also hurting the companies that you're, you know, the other companies that you're boycotting. That also hurts other innocent Americans that have nothing to do with the protesting itself, because their numbers are down. And if anyone's ever worked in, you know, like retail, restaurant, it's, it's the same concept. If you don't have supply and demand, you know, if you don't have the demand for the supply, jobs go down. So you're going to put, you're willing to put other Americans out of a job that are, you know, a lot of those companies, let's face it, you know, most of them are overseas, but some are still here. You're willing to put other Americans out of, of out of job over your feelings. Right. America, you really care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like it's like last or about back in 2012, Chick Fil A, highly it's it's a it's a restaurant that is run by Christians. Damn good restaurant. They have damn good customer service. Don't care what you say. Chick Fil A has some of the best customer service I've ever seen. They actually act like they're fucking happy to be there. <laughs> and in a restaurant, that means the world. And um, oh, yeah. <laughs> their, their owner made some rather stupid fucking comments, kind of like our president. And he received a lot of backlash. So the whole, you know, boycott Chick-fil-A started. And I made a post, and I'm not going to go through to find it, but I'm going to summarize it because I can remember, I can remember the, the bullet points of my post. I was like, you think you're doing something by boycotting Chick-fil-A. But what you're really doing is you're not hurting the CEO that has a million freaking, you know, a few million freaking dollars. You're hurting the cashier that may not give a crap about, you know, his stance, what he believes in. It's just there to get a job to support his kid. You're hurting that guy. That's who you're hurting. Because you you and, a, and all your, your idiot buddies, you know, quit going. They have to cut his hours. Then he has to quit. Now he can't feed his family. Congratulations, you stood up to the man by hurting a little guy. And that's what's and that's what ha- that's what happens when you boycott big corporations. Granted, I know you've got your convictions. God bless you, but you got to realize who you're hurting. You're not hurting the dude that's got four million sock, you know, four million dollars socked away in the bank. You're hurting that you're hurting that cashier that you know lives paycheck to paycheck, depends on your business, so he can feed his family. Congratulations. Yep. You made a point. And that's why I don't understand with with Trump and he's so focused on the ratings. Like he that's all he cares about is ratings is ratings that he has the lowest approval rating of a president since they've ever kept record. He wants to talk about ratings but he never wants to talk about his. And if he does talk right. about his, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake, yeah. fake news. You know, and it's like no, it's not fake. Just like when he brings up the polls, you know, all that they were wrong. No, they weren't. It was a dead heap prediction. He won by less than seventy thousand votes. The the states he swung to get the, the nominate to get the the election. Uh-huh. They they were off by a little bit, not off by a lot. You don't judge polling by little. You know, if to say to say it's wrong, if they were off by ten percent, yeah, that's a fuck up. Little bit, no. His ratings horrible. NFL, the the rating thing is not just the anthem of the people that are up in arms about the kneeling. It's also black Americans have also protested 
the NFL for Colin Kaepernick not having a job when there's shittier quarterbacks playing. So it's not just them. He's trying to paint it as it's just the people that's up in arms with the protesting. And that's not the case. The ratings have been on a downcline since last year. Yeah. So you can't claim something. Just like when he tries to claim the economy in Wall Street, Wall Street has been breaking records since two years ago. You don't judge an upswing by at the peak, you know, you start celebrating, you know, you know when it when it starts to go up. You yep, don't you this, the trend. Yeah, you don't say, well, none of that mattered. Yeah, it does. You you start when you see the incline, that's when you say, well, what changed? Well, you know, that's good. Let's keep it going. You know, you know his whole thing is to discredit Obama. I wasn't the biggest Obama supporter, but Wall Street was breaking records two years ago too, and nobody wanted to say shit about it. Unemployment was as low as it's been two years ago. Nobody wanted to say shit about it. Like it's it's so pick and shoot, cherry picking of well, he's my guy. This is what he says. That's right, right now. Yeah. Well, Obama was in. Well, no, that's not right. It doesn't matter. He doesn't affect. Because remember, that was what two years ago. That's what it was. Obama doesn't affect none of that. That's not him. Now all of a sudden we're saying, oh no, Trump's great. The Wall Street is breaking records and the economy's doing better. But his physical calendar doesn't start till next month. Yeah. Everything that's going on right now is Obama policies. And that's what's so hilarious about this whole thing is his budget and whatnot hasn't even took an effect yet. It's not till next month. Everything that's been going on with the economy is Obama era stuff. And it's just beep. Alternative yep. facts. Yep. <laughs> alternative facts. It's like you want to know what is an what is not an alternative fact? The fact that Off the Rails Radio will be back tomorrow with Finch Miller. We're going to talk video, all things video games, everything from um, everything from card games to tabletop games to console video games. So be sure to join us tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. and call it we're going to go ahead and call it a night here um we didn't run long we we went a little i know i said this show was going to be about an hour uh, of course i booked us a little bit longer than that because you know us, us wing boys can be a little long-winded sometimes um but tomorrow night finch miller is going to be on with us or on with me we're going to talk all things gaming uh michael i want to thank you for coming on tonight on such a short notice uh, oh, of course, I know i'm just wondering do i get a uh a frequent flyer card? Uh, checks in, <laughs> checks in the mail, bro. Checks in the mail. Check, check your, check your PayPal. <laughs> oh, that sounds like an old wrestling thing. It is. Check your PayPal. Listen, to, yeah, listen to Bruce Pritchard. Uh, that's all I've been hearing about lately is the whole uh, checks in the mail. You haven't got it yet. The whole Paul Heyman thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um. I'm sure I'm sure Michael will be back on again in the future because it's always fun having him on. He he's an he's an easy guest to have because I, it's like I've told people my best interviews is when I don't have to talk and with my brother I don't have to do a lot of talking uh, <laughs> uh, because he knows yeah, his that's, shit. That's... he knows his shit when he comes on. But um, tomorrow night Finch Miller I want to say. 
I want to say airtime is going to be at eight o'clock because he gets off of work at seven, and I got to give the man some time to get home and and take the square away some family things. Um, but tomorrow night, video gaming, um, regular show. We'll have breaks and sponsors and all that good stuff. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. We are going to call it a night, and we will see you soon.
8.07, but stayed on until the end. Made a lot of good points. Love you both. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like there was much of a big deal over it and at the fun- after the funeral. <laughs> yeah, because I wondered if he was going to come and talk to me. Because, I mean, he's got to know after, you know, his blow up with you that I unfriended him. I mean, truthfully, hopefully he ain't that dumb. I got a text message from somebody. I don't know. It's probably a Karen. <laughs> 